morning, good morning everyone. It is four minutes past eight and you're tuned into RSD Radio on 102.9, 105.2 and 87.8 FM in the south of Luxembourg. It is Thursday and that means it's time for City Scenes, our new feature where we dive into... We dive headfirst into the music scene of a particular city. Uh, we're going through the alphabet from A to Z. Uh, last week we were on C and we looked at the music of Chicago. Mm. So this week we're driving four and a half hours down the road into Michigan and we're looking at Detroit. So Detroit is a city of 4.5 million people in the Midwestern state of Michigan in the USA. It's a city that's got a huge industrial history and a massive musical legacy, as we're about to find out. Known as the Motor City due to the high concentration of car factories in the city that attracted thousands of people searching for work in the Great Migration that we heard about last week. Detroit is famous for the sounds of Motown, rock music, hip-hop and techno, and today we're going to take a glimpse at those sounds. Now, before any of these genres or scenes existed, Detroit had a huge history of gospel, jazz, and blues music, and no doubt all of those sounds inform what came later in the city, but because we've only got half an hour, we're going to jump right into the middle of one of the sounds that immortalized Detroit as a music city, and that's the sound of Motown. Motown Records is one of the most significant record labels in the history of American R&B and soul music, and it takes its name from Detroit's nickname of the Motor City. It was founded in the 1950s by a factory worker called Barry Gordy. And here's one of the most famous artists to be, re- be released on the Motown label. This is Marvin Gaye with Heard It Through the Grapevine. But Marvin Gaye with Heard It Through the Grapevine, an artist that was originally born in Los Angeles but became a superstar thanks to the music that he released on Motown, a label from the city of Detroit which we're focusing on for this week's episode of City Scenes. 
Now, Motown went on to become home to some of the biggest names in soul music. We're talking the likes of Marvin Gaye, who we just heard, The Temptations, Stevie Wonder, Diana Ross and the Supremes, The Four Tops, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas, as well as these guys. Jackson 5 and I Want You Back another Motown classic which just goes to show what a hit machine Motown Records was a label which took its name from the Motor City Detroit that it called home Uh, we're going to move on from Motown in just a bit but here's another one of the label's biggest hits just for good measure this is Martha Reeves and the Vandellas with Dancing in the Street
Okay, so we've heard the magical sound of Motown, but it wasn't just soul and R&B that Detroit excelled in. The city also has a huge legacy of rock music, uh, and one band from Detroit that are often cited as being one of the most important rock bands in history, named after their hometown, is the Motor City Five, or MC5, a band who spent years playing relentlessly in every venue around Detroit before they ended up getting a record deal. They were known for their pro-civil rights and anti-establishment politics and heavy rock sound that went on to inspire bands like the Sex Pistols and The Clash to create what went on to become punk music. Well, here's their most well-known track, Kick Out The Jams. MC5, a band from the city of Detroit in Michigan, USA. You're listening to Our City Radio. And right now we're looking at the music scene of Detroit for city scenes. Uh, I'm going to jump forward in time a bit now to the late 90s and play a track by another of Detroit's most famous rock groups. These days, Jack White is probably one of the biggest rock stars in the world. But back in the 90s, he was working as a furniture upholsterer uh, and playing in dive bars around Detroit with his then-wife, Meg White. Their band was called The White Stripes, and it wasn't too long before the world picked up on the raw energy and sound that they brought, probably inspired as well by the likes of the MC5. Here's a track of theirs called Hardest Button to Button.
the White Stripes and the hardest button to button. Now, we've heard the huge impact that Detroit has had on music history through the sound of Motown and some of its most famous rock bands. But the genre that Detroit is perhaps most exclusively credited with being the birthplace of is something called Detroit Techno. Now, like we heard the beginnings of house music that started in Chicago in the 1980s in Detroit, another type of magic was happening that spawned a genre of music that shared some of the functionality and the rhythmic features of house music, but looked to it, it looked, looked at it in a more starker extreme. By the mid-1980s, the car industry that had seen Detroit thriving in the 1960s had already been in decline for some time. Uh, the deindustrialization of the city, with factories closing down, led to a f- phenomenon called white flight, with the city's white middle classes leaving Detroit and taking a lot of the city's wealth with them. The population dropped to around 800,000 people, and the city was full of abandoned houses, factories, and warehouses. Now, this harsh environment, however, served as the inspiration for what became one of the biggest subcultures in music history. Drawing on the bleak visions of a deprived city that surrounded them and inspired by a particularly legendary radio DJ called the Electrifying Mojo who would play early electronic uh, European music by the likes of Kraftwerk and Giorgio Moroder as well as the funk sounds of bands like Parliament and the B-52s. The newly emerging electro hip-hop sounds by the likes of artists like Africa Mambata, young producers in Detroit... um, like Juan Atkins, Kevin Sordenson, Eddie Folks, and Derek May transformed the mechanic, industrial, and machine-driven history of their city um, that was made with machines um, like drum machines and synthesizers based on repetition and groove, and this became a sound called techno, uh, an early precursor of the sound of techno that bridged the gap between the sounds that the electrifying mojo was trying was playing on the radio and what became techno was the music of a duo called Cybertron, made up of Juan Atkins and Richard Davis. Here's a landmark track of theirs called Clear. Ready, one, two, three, four.
What you're hearing right now is a track called Clear by Cybertron, a duo made up of Juan Atkins, who went on to initiate uh, the sound of Detroit techno, basically. Yes, he did. Um, Now, if you guys didn't know, Simon is a big fan of techno and was around when all of this music was coming out. Uh, Detroit techno went on to be developed, though, and refined into its rhythmic essence by legendary producers like Juan Atkins, like Kevin Saunderson, like Derek May, and... One of the most famous sons of Detroit is Jeff Mills, who perform- hero. performed recently at the Philharmonie in Luxembourg. And you were there, weren't you, Simon? I was. Uh, I'm going to play a track I'm- by Jeff Mills now. I'm not going to play the whole of it, um, but to be able to properly share a hugely significant moment in the music of the music history of Detroit and-, and give you an idea of what pure Detroit techno sounds like, here's a blast of a track called The Bells by Jeff Mills. That's enough of that because it is only 8.30 in the morning. Um, but I couldn't do a city... <laughs> I couldn't do a City Sounds of Detroit and not show you guys that one. Uh, we've ran out of time for this week's City Sounds, but we've heard Motown, we've heard rock, and now Detroit techno. Uh, Detroit is also the birthplace of so many other famous artists and sounds, including Madonna, Eminem, Sufjan Stevens, Alia, Jay Diller, Carl Craig, Drexia, Moody Man many more it's a it's the musical legacy of the city is way way too big to cover in half an hour and i was just saying that i'm um, uh even the bits that i don't like the genres i don't like they don't do anything by half i mean they fully commit i admire that about detroit yeah. and the musicians there it's and, an ethos and, that and I, I, think, like. I think it's because of that kind of really like harsh and deprived yeah. reality that mm-hmm. the city lived through after the decline of the motor industry there um but yeah i hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode of city scenes Next week, we're going to be back for another one, and we're going to be on E, and we're going to be looking at Edinburgh.